One of the most important things within your business is to get quotes from your clients, your students, your members, the people who are buying and supporting your business. But once you have those, what do you actually do with them? Why are these so important? And why do they make such a difference within your business in terms of success or maybe not succeeding so much? We know that client quotes provide social proof. So today we're gonna be talking about the five best places to use your client quotes within your business to make sure that you're showing potential new clients, future clients, people who are going to work with you in the future that not only have other people put their trust in you and worked with you, but that they also recommend you and that they can benefit from you just the same as your past clients have. So once you've contacted your past clients and you've asked for those actual marketable quotes of about one to five sentences, you're going to be using these in a couple different places on your business to provide that social proof so that people feel like they are more at ease putting their trust inside of your business and the things that you can potentially be doing for them in their lives. Welcome to Social Media for Bosses, the place to be to create a profitable business through smart social media marketing. I'm your host, Cam Robinson, social media marketing strategist, and I am so excited because client quotes are one of my favorite things. Whether it's in my author life about my books and the things that I'm creating or my social media strategy life, in the courses, the webinars, the trainings that I am providing to people and the coaching that I'm giving them, or if it's in my photography life, in my web designer life, whatever it happens to be, client quotes are something that I attribute a lot of my success to because people can go on my websites, they can go into the different things that I am doing and see that other people have not only worked with me, but they trust me and they recommend me to other people. So these are the five best places that I have found to be using these client quotes inside of my business and you can do it too. Now, the first one is one that I've already mentioned, and that is on your website. You should absolutely be using your client quotes on your website. And I typically like to put them fairly high on my website, and I like to put them in multiple places on my website. So I usually have a quote or two up near the top. I usually have these in a carousel, so they will slide over and over and over one at a time so that people can see that other people have worked with me, but it's not flashy, it's not showy, it's not in your face just yet. That's up near the top of my website and on different pages on my website as well. But I also have a dedicated section to client quotes on my website. So if people see the one or two that I've got going on up at the top, later on as they continue to scroll through my website, they're gonna start to see a couple more and I'll probably have about three to five that are static on my website. And connected to these static quotes, I am then going to have an expandable section so that people can see more client quotes. So I usually say something along the lines of, people are starting to talk, people are chatting about me, here's what people just like you have to say about me, about my courses, about whatever I happen to be selling, whatever you happen to be selling. And then if they want, they can go into an expanded part of my site where they see a whole bunch of really great quotes. And I always design this in a very beautiful way. So with this on your website, you want to make sure it's very, very attractive, whether it's some type of grid where you can kind of show off the different quotes within that or you have some type of timeline connected. I do not necessarily recommend doing a carousel where the quotes are scrolling through on your main page for your quotes. I do recommend these being static images within that part of your website so that people can look around on their own and they aren't forced to watch a series of quotes on a timetable or on a schedule that is not there. So you want to make this as 
as easy as possible for them. You want to give it on the website so that people can just glance through it. They can kind of go through what you've got. They can pick up keywords. They can look at different names. They can look at different things. And I do recommend that when you put a quote from a client that you do include their photo as well because that lends to social proof. Remember, this is all about telling other people, here is another person who worked with me, who liked me and recommends me to you and to their friends, to their family, to the other people in their work lives. This is a trustworthy person that you can be putting your faith in who has put their faith in me. So when you add that photo to their quote, that just lends credibility to it. That just makes the trust factor go up in the minds of the viewer. So if at all possible, I highly, highly, highly recommend adding in a photo of the person to that quote, whether it is on your website or on the things we're going to be talking about in just a couple of minutes. Always add an image to your quotes if possible, because it really does bump up that level of credibility. So as you're designing your website, I do recommend that you put one or two up near the top of your website so that people can see it. And then I do recommend that you have a more built out section on the main part of your website so that people can see it. And you know, we always go with modern websites. We do not go with those short truncated websites of 2002. So we've got those longer form websites with the majority of the content on your homepage. And then you are going to have that dedicated section on your website. So you pull your best couple of quotes to put on your main page and then entice them to go over to the built out part of the website where they can see even more quotes. And the cool thing is if you have more than one product, more than one service, you can pull things from different areas to give those recommendations and put those on the main part of your website and then put everything into that dedicated quote page within your website for them to click on and go to that expanded version to see everything that's going on there. But your website is not the only place that you should be putting these client quotes. The next one is also an extremely visible part of your business, and that is your social media. And I do recommend that you are taking your client quotes and creating quote graphics to put out on social media. Now, you can potentially be putting these quotes into your captions, but not everybody reads your captions. So I recommend creating a quote graphic. But here's a little pro tip for you. You do not want to take a five sentence quote from your client, no matter how good it is, slap it on a graphic and put it out on social media because that's a lot of words. People don't need to read a lot of words. And if they see a lot of words, what are they going to do? Chances are they're going to scroll past it without reading any of it. So what I recommend you do is to take the best part of that quote, whether it's a couple of words or one sentence or part of a sentence, something that's going to grab people's attention and then put the full quote into the caption after you start storytelling within the caption to kind of set up where that quote is coming from and why it's so important and so meaningful to the person who gave that quote to you. So what did you do? How did you help them? What are they highlighting in their quote? You're going to build upon that inside of your caption and then somewhere inside of your caption, you're going to have their full quote. I do not recommend putting it first thing unless it's really, really good at getting people's attention. I would much rather see you build it up and then give the quote. So talk about that person, highlight that person inside of the caption and then give their quote. So as you're doing this, look for those keywords, whether it's a short three word part of a sentence or a full sentence, you're going to pull that out and you're going to use that inside of your graphic. So for example, once upon a time, I got this really nice quote from a client of mine who called me the fairy god princess of 
authors back when I was teaching specifically authors. And it was a lovely quote. It was a little bit longer than that, but she called me the fairy god princess of authors. And I would pull that, just that little title, that little clip from the sentence that she gave me, and I would put that on the quote graphic. And then I would tell the story about how I helped her to build up her author brand and what she did within her business. Remember, we're keeping the focus on her. So how did she grow? What did she do? Did she make a lot of money? Did she make some good decisions? Did something work really well for her? I'll build up that story first inside of my caption. And then somewhere along the lines, I will put in that full quote of a couple of sentences, but it's highlighted in my imagery that I am the fairy god princess of authors, and then I explain why she decided to call me that inside of my caption while highlighting her so that it's not just a humble brag on my part. Now keep in mind, as you are designing your quote graphics, this should go along with your branding, so make sure it's your colors, make sure it's your style, make sure it's your look, make sure it fits in with your feed, but then make sure you're dropping those out on your social media and do it every so often. Maybe once every two weeks or every three weeks, you're gonna drop a new quote from a client because you do not have to put all of your quotes on your social media. You can save them, you can use them later, you can keep them exclusive to your website. You definitely do not need to put them all out on social media because then that really does turn into you bragging about yourself and people aren't gonna like that on social media. It's very, very different than creating a dedicated page on your website where you actually are kind of selling what you're doing as a product or service provider. Social media is more of a conversation. So you're highlighting the cool things that your fans, your clients, your students, your members, your whatever have done and then throwing out those really nice quotes that they have given you in a way that highlights them and their accomplishments and what they've done. So you definitely don't need all of your quotes on social media. I highly recommend reserving your social media for the absolute best of the best of the best of the quotes that you get from your clients, students, members, people that are working with you or using them when it comes into alignment with something that you're doing. So if you're promoting a new course or a new product or a new service and something comes in that is in alignment with that, absolutely use that. Use that to bolster up what you're doing to promote that product or that service, but you wanna make sure you're doing it in a way that is in alignment with that promotional effort that you are doing. So one more time for the people in the back, social media is not for every single quote that you get in. Pick the best of the best of the best and then use the ones that are aligned with what you're doing right now. It's okay to wait to put quotes on social media, but always put them on your website as soon as you get them. Now, another way that I love to use my quotes is in my live streams. If you pay attention when I'm on air, if I'm doing one of my shows or I'm doing an Ask Me Anything session, I am constantly shouting out the people who hang out with me. And this is not necessarily just those highly professional, really refined quotes that I'm getting for people to be using on my website and to promote me and my business, but it's also the quotes that I am getting, the comments that I'm getting on social media, on my YouTube videos. I'm shouting out the people who are hanging out with me in an everyday capacity, as well as the people who are actively trying to promote me and doing something nice by giving me a really good, actionable quote about my services, my business, my products, my things. And when I do this on my live streams, I always make sure to take a screenshot of it. So that is social proof that people are hanging out with me. I don't just type things up. I don't just put a picture of them, their headshot with it. I'm actually pulling it directly from social media platforms so that people can see that I have clients, customers, students, members, people 
who are working with me on social media, who are there showing up, commenting, engaging, interacting with me, and I will shout them out on my live streams. And sometimes it is something that goes with the conversation that I'm having. Sometimes I'm answering their questions, I'm responding to their comments, and sometimes it's just a thank you. It really truly is just a moment to call out good behavior and to thank people for hanging out with me and from learning from me or working with me. And if you're doing live streaming properly, you're going to have people who are showing up to your live streams and you can actually pull up their comments on air. So if you're using BeLive or if you're using Instagram Live where they're writing in questions, you can pull these things up on screen so that people can see on your replay or even while you're live that you do have members who are joining you and interacting while you are on air. So you have the ability of taking screenshots and showing them on your live streams or you can pull up live comments as they are coming in while you are doing your live streams, which is a great way to show off that social proof and to show off that people are not only talking to you, but talking about you in really good ways. I love, love, love pulling up quotes and comments from my clients while I'm on air. And it's a great way to interact with people and give them a really cool shout out because Imagine how cool it is for someone to see that you are thanking them while you are on a live stream. You're hanging out with them, you're shouting them out, you're talking about them while you're on air. That's going to be a status symbol for them and it's going to mean an awful lot when you are pulling that up on your live stream. So I do suggest you work them into your live streams. Not all of your live streams, especially if it has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but when you get the chance, 100% use these in your live streams. Now, the fourth way I want to talk about is on your sales pages. So when you teach a course or when you coach someone, when you sell a product for a specific thing, you are going to have sales pages for those. Whatever it happens to be, product or service, you got to have a sales page, right? Even if it's just your checkout cart, there's always a spot to put quotes in there. And it's really important that you are putting in that social proof that other people have purchased your product or your service and have been pleased with it. So you gotta show that social proof. And this goes back to what we were talking about with the websites and having headshots there because the more credibility you can give to a person, the more likely you are to make the sale of that product or service. So I do recommend putting them pretty close to the top of your sales page. Make sure you have them on the side bar on your checkout pages and get as many as you possibly can and then mix them up. So let's say you've got three really good quotes. Put that on your sales page and then also put it on your checkout page. But if you've got more than three, I want you to mix them up. So put the three best ones on your sales page and then put two other really good ones on your checkout cart page. You want to make sure you are showing as much proof as possible because people tend to have buyer's remorse, especially if it's a bigger ticket item. And so the second they hit that purchase button, they're going to think, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I could take that back. This is going to then give them further proof that they have made the right decision or that they are currently making the right decision as they're reaching for the button to purchase your product or your service. So the more references from people that you can give them, the more likely you are to make the sale and then not lose the sale once they have buyer's remorse. So you want to hit them with as many quotes as possible without overwhelming the sales page. So if you've got a lot, feel free to use a bunch of quotes on your sales page and on your checkout cart page, but you're going to need to break it up. So have the best three up at the top, 
then have a couple more in the middle. And then if they're still scrolling on your very long sales page with all the information and the countdowns and the timers and all the information and the behind the scenes and the breakdown of what you're selling, go toward the bottom of that page and then just put a bunch of quotes. Because the more you can give representation to the people who have been happy with your product and service, the more likely you are to get their attention and to make them feel really secure within their purchase but you have to make sure you have a nice, clean sales page and checkout cart page. So you want to make sure you're spacing those out. Keep the best ones up at the top, the most actionable ones up at the top, and then toward the middle, you can add more in, and toward the bottom, you can go ahead and get a little heavy-handed with your quotes if you need to or if you want to, but make sure you don't higher up on your page because you really do need to space those out to make sure it's got that nice clean look to it. So put the best ones up at the top, then put more in the middle, and then put a bunch at the bottom if you've got more. If you don't, that's totally okay. It's better to have one, two, three really good strong quotes than to have a bunch of mediocre quotes, right? Quality over quantity when it comes to these quotes, especially on sales pages. Now, the last one I want to talk about is Instagram stories. We know that Instagram is spending a ton of time paying a lot of attention to your stories right now because they are working on putting in ads there. This is where people can buy space to market their products and services. And so they are putting a lot of emphasis on Instagram stories right now because they want users to be inside of stories so that they can be served more ads. So you are going to do well for yourself if you're paying attention to Instagram stories too. And this is a great place to show off those quotes. And again, it goes back to showing off your clients and what they've done, what they've accomplished, how they've thrived, all those fun, fabulous things to show off your clients, but also get in, in there for yourself that they are appreciative of what you have done. So maybe do a series of stories where you are going to introduce your client. So your first slide is going to say something along the lines of meet Betty. She made $5,000 extra in her business. And this is on the first slide. Now that gets people's attention. So you're introducing who the person is and what they've done, why people should be paying attention to them. And this is how they have benefited from your product or your service. Now on the next slide, you're going to start to explain what it is that they did, how they succeeded, and how your person who is reading it can also do this in their business too. And the third slide is going to be that quote. And then you can go on if you want to and do a fourth slide, a fifth slide, where you are saying, here's how you can do this in your business or in your everyday life as well. Here's how you can benefit from this. Here's how you can succeed from this as well. And then you're going to maybe follow that up with the information on how they can get their hands on that product or service and how it works. So if you get them hooked with that first one and then you can keep them there with the second slide, chances are they're going to go through all your slides to get all the information. So it's really, really important that you are hooking them with those first two slides so that they continue to read on inside of your Instagram stories. And because Instagram is putting such a strong emphasis on this, you're much more likely to get seen by more more of your followers than if you just posted it in your main feed. So you do want to take advantage of Instagram stories and pro tip here, you can use hashtags inside of your stories. So use different hashtags on different slides and you will potentially show up in some of those explore feeds. And if you don't want to have those hashtags where everybody can see them, like I definitely don't like it when people can see my hashtags unless it's relevant to the conversation inside of my slides for Instagram stories. So type them out. Use no more than three or four, five absolute max per slide, and then shrink it. 
so that it's really small because people won't be able to see it, but it's still going to register when people are searching for those hashtags. And keep in mind, you are only using relevant hashtags, so things that will make sense with what you're doing inside of those slides on Instagram stories because the algorithm's really, really smart. And if you hashtag Kardashians inside of a slide that has nothing to do with Kim or Courtney, it is not going to put it out in the Explore tab. It's not going to show it to people because they know you're just trying to cheat the system. So use relevant hashtags when you are doing Instagram stories. Client quotes are so incredibly important when it comes to building up your businesses and getting more paid clients within what you're doing in your business. As soon as you get those quotes from your clients, I want you to start a database of them. So start a Word document, put them somewhere on your website where you can find them behind the scenes, whatever you have to do. Doesn't matter. Keep a note on your phone or have a Google Doc. Have something somewhere that you can access when you need to get to these quotes. And I do recommend as soon as you get them, you also place them on the main database of your quotes on your website. So that built out page that people are going to, because then you can always find them. I am going to be real honest. I, at the beginning of my business, did not keep a database all in one place. I kept them in different locations for different courses and for different things that I was offering. And all of those things were built out into different sections. And so when I needed quotes for things, I couldn't find them easily. It was really hard to get them all in one place so that I could get them on my website. So I have found over the years that when I need quotes, because I didn't keep very good records back in the day, I actually go to my different websites and I pull them from my quotes page. They're always there. They're never going to go away unless I take them off the website. And so not only will my people have access to them to see that people love working with me, but I also have access to them when I am out and about doing things or I need a quote for something. I can just go to the websites and I can pull them. So should something awful happen and you lose your files, you'll still have them on your website if you need them. Now, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, make sure you do because we're dropping brand new content for you every single week. In our next episode, I'm actually going to be talking about the top five business mistakes that I have made so that you don't have to make them. So I'm really excited for this one. I'm going to break down everything you need to know that I did wrong in my business, like not keeping those records of my quotes. And you will be able to avoid these pitfalls as you are going forward with your business so that you don't have to go the long way and take the long path to make it more successful inside of your business because I've already made the mistakes and I know how to get around them and how to fix them and I'm breaking down everything you need to know. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. And of course, hit me up over on youtube.com slash KM Robinson because we are breaking down all sorts of amazing content over there to help you grow your Instagram, your Facebook, your Messenger bots, your YouTube, all those great social media platforms so that you can thrive in your business and make more money from smart social media marketing. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm KM Robinson, social media marketing strategist and your host for Social Media for Bosses. I will see you over in our next episode here on the podcast and over on YouTube where we're dropping even more amazing content to grow your business. See you there.